Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Look, we've been at it for a long time. You know, I know I get on y'all nerves. Sometimes y'all get on mine's. Um, we done said a lot of dumb shit up here. Who's we? Point no fingers Who's at we? nobody. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's been a long ride. We done made it this far. You know, we accomplished so much in such a short little time. We about to enter our third season, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, hell of a rookie year. A lot of things came pretty fast. Solid second year, you know. And now it's time for us to make that, that all-star jump, that that. Jason Tatum leap that I'm expecting, or that Donovan Mitchell leap, if you know what I mean. Sure. Um, but I'm just happy to, to to know that we got this far because I don't think I think the like vision wasn't always here. We just did yeah. the shit. Yeah. Um, and it came together effortlessly. I, I hope I said that right. Yeah. So yeah. you know we about to pop some bottles, <laughs> and you know what is um, this? This is champagne. We're going to continue the episode because this looks like it's going to take me a while to open. Okay. I know it's going to be this damn complicated. But, you know, we're going to pop a little something-something to start this off right going into the third season. <laughs> you know, this is a- I was so confused, bro. He said that these weren't wine bottles or wine glasses, but eventually it became to be wine glasses. wine glasses. Yeah, they're they definitely like parties. Wine plastics? Yeah. Because they're not glass. <laughs> I've never seen someone that you could take the bottom like out. I didn't know the bottom could come out. Simple, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen like put together wine glasses. I went to Target and I was about to buy like some real glasses. My girl, like, if you don't cut, if you don't put that shit down. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, third season, shout out to the fans, the day ones, the day 365s. Shout out to House of Highlights for this great opportunity. Shout out to HOA, shout out to Doug, shout out to Omar, CJ, Sam, both Drews. See, uh, you shouldn't have done this because now you're going to forget somebody. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not even, I'm not helping you out. I'm not helping you out. Um, GD Highlights, what up, boy? We just pulling up <laughs> in the middle of an episode. I'm gonna put mine a little back here because I don't want no accidental shit to happen. Yeah, put mine back there too. Uh, keep I my, want you to take a step. No, keep mine. I want you to take a step. Though. Take a sip. <clears throat> Everybody got to take a little sip because I'm not drinking all that shit. Everybody out here just know yeah, that Mike, you don't have to fall to peer Mike, pressure. I will not touch that I'll wine glass for the rest man. of this episode. I gotta pull one up for my man's Jay Lynn too, bro. We gonna get to him. Your boy Jay Lynn. That's your boy Jay Lynn. My boy. Laker. My boy Jay Lynn. I, I got to pull one up for him too. No, okay. Gonna make a toast. Baby sip. Say less. Look how much dairy got. Look how much I got. It's a, it's a sip. Yes, a sip of water. You right. A sip of champagne. A we all about water. to hoop. We about to win a championship. Yes, we are. All right, we toasting up to a great third year. This just don't feel right. Why? Because they didn't have that pain. It's the plastic, I think. No, because he's not sipping. Oh. I did take a sip. What are you talking about? Just, just a little bit. I ain't never had champagne before. See, you ain't never celebrated Fancy no major master, milestone. That's right? garbage. Don't drink that shit. That's <laughs> terrible. It, <laughs> so what are we starting off the show with? Are we going right into the main Let's topic? Let's go right into it, man. All right, so in today's episode, we're going to be ranking the top 10 that duos in the terrible. NBA. Oh, my um, We're doing this as if there are no injuries, so we're having a healthy Kevin Durant. Oh, we are? Healthy Clay. A healthy Clay mm-hmm. Thompson. Okay. Uh, players like that. So we're going to be ranking our duos, and hopefully there are some arguments because Mike said something earlier when, before y'all got here, and I was like, oh, that team didn't even make my top 10. So 
I'm super oh, interested. Oh, I was lying, bro. Are you relying? No, on? no, okay. I would not have that in there. Okay, uh, I wouldn't have that in there. So I'm very interested to see what the rest of y'all list look like. Let's start off with number ten. Y'all ain't gonna drink these. I'll put them up here. So no, my number ten mm-hmm. is Utah Jazz. That's my number ten. <clears throat> you got two guys that's dominating both sides that can dominate on both sides. It's my number ten um, too. Rudy and Donovan. Rudy and Donovan, right? Yep. Yes, Rudy yeah. and Donovan. Okay, make sure because I. I had seen somewhere online people were saying Kylie and Rand Donovan. No, that's oh, that's so disrespectful yeah, for the two-time defensive player of the year. <laughs> um, a team poised or duo poised to do big things this season. Yeah, and they've already accomplished more together in the first two years than many people have expected, making the playoffs and then getting out of the first round against an OKC team that I think everybody at the table picked OKC, and I think majority <laughs> of the national media picked OKC to beat. And then they came in dominated defensively, and they got a twenty point per game score and a two time defensive player of the year. Which Definitely is a number ten match made in heaven. Um, yeah, that's why I have a ten. And, and for future, or just to say this. I did my ranking based off the duo. Yeah. Not the I, I took into oh, yeah, like yeah. Com- compatibility and type yes. of stuff yeah. with my two duos as well. Cool. Yeah. As long as it, okay, cool. Yeah, forget the whole team. We just talk about the top two players, the duos out there. Did yeah. you say your top number 10, Mike? I had Luke and KP as my 10. That scene did not make my list. I had Luke they and KP as my 10. List. Make, make your argument. They would have made if mine if they, played, I think, if they played together at some point and we saw them mm-hmm. together. Well, they would have made my list. Dudes, yeah, a lot of these dudes haven't played together. So we got to take in just what we know into consideration. Right. Yeah. So, I mean... When I look at it, I always like the one-two punch as your as a guard and a big man. Mm-hmm. With the size they have at six seven and seven three, I think they're gonna be real devastating as a as a one-two punch. I'm very interested to see who's not on your list now. Because mm-hmm. they would have made it if we had injuries. Like if the Nets wasn't in it, then Clay and Steph wasn't in it, they would have probably made it. But now that I'm looking at my list, that means you have a duo that's not on there. Yeah, and that's the same. Because I think that I think we should all have the same ten, and order. it might be in different order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, the reason, one of the reasons why I didn't really consider them is because I'm not completely sure how good Chris Stops will look. Right. But yeah. it's coming back from his injury, and you know that that's the main reason. So the players that I do have that are injured, we know that like when Kevin Durant come back, even if he's worse, he's still yeah. going to be top five. The only players you know? we have is Kevin and Clay. Kevin and Clay. Yeah, those two major injuries. All right, number nines. That's where I had Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Okay. And that's where I had Jokic and Jamal Murray. Oh, I had DeRozan and LMA. Whoa, so you got Ooh, because well. they did not make yeah, my list as well. Really? really? They did not make my list uh, as well. And nine, I have CJ and Dane. Okay. Oh, my God. That seems extremely low. I have them at nine. Um, I think they are a good duo, mm-hmm. but there's certain things that they also lack. They're a little bit smaller. Um, they can score in bunches, but when the shots aren't falling, that's pretty much it. And... Um, you know, they they took advantage of their situation last year and was able to go to the Western Conference Finals, but even then they got swept um, pretty easily and effortlessly yeah. by a team that, you know, I thought they would put up a more of a fight of, but they did, for granted, did have their also starting center. So you have to take put that into some context. But still, they've, they've never done anything that was just like, ugh. I mean, that Thunder series was real good, but... Wasn't that just the first round? That was. Yeah. That, I mean, that the Nuggets series following yeah. that was also very good. They was. weren't favorites. I think that's where yeah. I think that's where they kind of proved some of their, their kudos. You got to give to him, especially CJ. CJ, especially yeah. CJ, yeah. definitely kind of raised up because how he performed, especially in that Game Seven in yeah. crunch time. Yes. Yeah, I, I just would love to, to have a moment when both of them have those moments together because the first round kind of felt Dame, mm-hmm. and then the second round felt CJ. Right. Because Dame never really those, caught. Back on to what he was doing in that in first second, round, right, in that exactly. second round. And then when you get to the Western Conference Finals, if they both put it together, mm-hmm. then you could potentially have an upset against a team like the Warriors while they're a man 
or in the half down. Yeah, but I feel like the Warriors had the defenders to throw at them to really slow them down because they had yeah. Iggy and Clay. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's yeah. not Iggy like made that big play. That I mean, right. they would have won that game if Iggy doesn't stick his hand yeah. in the cookie jar and take mm-hmm. that ball from yeah. game. And that, that's going to be a problem that they're going to have now going forward in the West because you're going to have PG and Kawhi. Right. Yeah. So the, them being undersized really limits them. I mean, as good as they are, it takes nothing away from their abilities because mm-hmm. they can score with the best of them at any given moment. But their size allows guys like a Kawhi right. or the size. Because we've seen, we seen Golden State where they found like Igudala and, and Draymond. Like they just kind of put that, that wear and tear down on those guys, especially if they're working so hard that by game five or game six, they're, they're kind of done with. That's kind of how they do it hard also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the reason I had the Nuggets at this point in number nine. They're still top ten. They're still top ten. They're still young, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic just had an, a great season mm-hmm. where one where he should have been in like MVP conversations. Maybe he was top five, top six, or whatever. And then Jamal Murray. You got to think about how young this team is. I'm sure by the end of the next season they may be top five because right. Jamal Murray just got that bag and he's has a lot to prove now because some people think he's overpaid. And I just think they're a nice duo, but. Still got to show us a little bit more mm-hmm. for me to put them higher than what I got them at nine. Why yes? Because I don't have Lamarcus and yeah. DeRozan on my list. They were like number twelve. Because we I feel like they're an team. underrated duo that actually contributes mm-hmm. and comes out every night, and they kind of carry the load for that Spurs team. That Spurs team wasn't supposed to make the playoffs, and they were a big part. As the why they were able to get that. That's the first team was definitely supposed to get the playoffs. I was the only one that said they was. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, it was a chance that they slept out because during that season, yeah. there I was times where they weren't in the playoffs. They did go on that big streak. They did go on that big streak where they won like eight out of ten or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I understand. Hear who y'all don't have because look I, at me and you got the same people in different order, different mm-hmm. orders. But yeah. y'all got somebody that's missing. falling out, and I just I'm waiting for it. So yeah. we'll move up to number eight. My number eight is the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Giannis is an MVP. Obviously, he's just one MVP. Chris Middleton did not just—he ha- did not have the season he had before. You know, he's a good number two. But if I'm trying to win a championship, maybe I want him as my number three. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Giannis alone puts them in the top ten conversation. His duo could be Tony Snell, and he'll probably be <laughs> in a top ten consideration. That's who I'm missing on my list. That's but it's not that I didn't want to put that him in my crazy. list. The I, MVP? No, no, no. He was That's no. Crazy. I had them at like fifth. But I had took him off my list, and that I think that that KP Luca is slipped up. So that was my eleven. But yeah, Giannis. Ooh, that's that's, that's y'all it slipped off my list. Trip, but the yeah, MVP no, no. is not top ten in the no. Duo. He is top ten. Yeah. Okay. He but is now top, top five. He's the MVP. Middleton is was an all star. Yeah, I know. I have them. Or I had them on my list, but I didn't read them off my list the right way because I. I mean, my list is not technically not yeah. in order either. But I still have yeah. my shit in order. And why don't you have them? I legit just forgot about them. No, oh, no, I didn't forget huh? about them. I legit when I looked at that Bucks team, I didn't look at it as a duo. I just looked at it as like yeah, kind MVP of and All Star. I know, yeah. and All Star baby. And your list of Aldridge and I have zero MVP. No, no, no All Stars okay, either. So, I mean, wait, so we're on number year. eight, right? We're on number eight, right? Was, was Lamar- Lamarcus was an All Star last year? Yeah, he you're was. Right, you're right. You're right. We're on number eight, right? We're number eight. Okay, so I, so I got. I had, Don- I had Donovan, Rudy, Murray, and Jokic. Then my from my eight spot, I got Damon, CJ. Okay. I got Ben and Embiid. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I, I had them a little bit higher. I have Jokic and Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put them above CJ and Dame just because you have Jokic who, you know, MVP caliber. He just mm-hmm. he does he just does so much. Even when he's not able to score, he can affect the game in many different ways. And then you have a guy like Murray who kind of throughout the playoffs had an up and down start, started mm-hmm. off kind of slow, but it didn't show moments. And I just feel like this is a year where I think they're gonna be even better, yeah. another year yeah. older. Um they're younger duo. 
Um, and I just think they have a higher ceiling. Yeah, I think and I think. Oh no! Keep going with what you're saying. No, I just think CJ and Dame, you know, as good they've as already they reached are. their ceiling. Yeah. Um, and Dame did go an extra level in that f- he, the he first did. round of playoffs, but then he came right mm-hmm. back down to reality. Um, but, but even even if we look at Dame's last three years, he's got better every single year. So yeah. maybe there is another step that he could go because he's been a top five MVP candidate. Well, mm-hmm. he was last year. He was yeah. an All NBA player, All NBA first team player. Mm-hmm. So like he's been having MVP caliber seasons. It's yeah. just and the likelihood you know, of him. To continue to reach that next level, if they're because I mean, it's a next level yeah. with all of them. I think when you talk about especially those veteran type players, when they can't really, I don't see him adding no like vicious post game or anything that type of game. But it's just another year of experience on his belt, mm-hmm. and he's seen more. He's seen, you know, the Warriors what the Warriors look like at times he's now. Seen he's just past few years. Yeah, he, <laughs> but that's like, another I, thing. But I it's just like. like an, Dame's though. next level wouldn't be like, oh, he's about to start hitting post fade. Right. No, it would be it would him be, being more efficient yeah. and him being more experienced. Like, exactly. yeah, you getting smarter when he's just doing playing against different people. Better. And yeah. you know, he might come out and be a 30-point scorer. And those those long threes he had in the playoffs, maybe he's starting hitting those more in the regular season. And I think now he has somewhat of a better cast around him. Mm-hmm. You think so? But we'll, we'll have to see how they play, I think he just has though. a better understanding of how to, like, work with it. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, I just like the inside out a little bit more. Uh, because you don't have to rely on the jump shot. And then I, li- I like versatility. You got a guy who can damn near average a triple-double. So even yeah. when Jokic's not necessarily scoring, he's still impacting the game with assists, rebounding. Uh, he's not a shot blocker, but even his defensively, mm-hmm. his hands um, in the passing lane, just poking the ball out, just being um, aware of the basketball uh, is underrated as well. And I think Murray has a few, a few levels he can get into. Um, whether he hit them next year, who knows? Know, right? But yeah. if this team wants to to continue to be a top dog with this improved yeah. West, he will have to. And I don't, I don't think you really mentioned it enough, but just like how well they can work playing with each other, and they're yeah. they're kind of unorthodox when it comes to position. You talk about Jokic being more of a like playmaking type center, right? And Jamal Murray being more of a, a scoring type point guard, more who doesn't really pass as much. Yeah, they work the best, really well together. It's one of the best duos as far as like fit because yeah. it allows both of them to be who they want to be. Jokic wants to pass. And Murray wants to shoot and score. Mm-hmm. That's why I had them above Ben and Embiid because I feel like Jokic and Murray complement each other way better than um, Embiid, Embiid and Ben Simmons. That's a very interesting point because my next team was the 76ers for yeah. that exact reason. They may seem low, but I'm not sure if they fit together perfectly. Yeah. It's, it's like, of course, individually they're mm-hmm. great players, but as far as fit together, I don't know if I, I see that. So that's why yeah. I always say that they may not be teammates for very long because they just don't really fit. You but can't as far have as two post talent, players like that. Exactly. But as far as individual talent, they're, you know, one of the best in the league. They say also still super young, and yeah. they still got a lot to prove. As ben far Simmons as can easily success. add a jump shot. And like, easily? Not easily, but easily? he can I add it. He, he can no, add no, it. No, and no, like, no. If he then had, they're a good fit. Then they're a good fit. Yeah. It's just we can't have him standing at the dunker spot when he's yeah. trying to go to the paint, too. You know, so... Just fit wise, it doesn't work. But um, the off season videos look like Ben Simmons coming in with at least a midi. I mean, yeah. everybody looks good in off season videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't even think it's about him making them. I think it's just taking them. And yeah, that's what he can easily do. We can easily just shoot them because mm-hmm. if if you don't even shoot them, then there's really no reason for me to yeah. even close out on. Nobody's gonna guard you at so, all. Yeah, there's no reason for me to be out there. But once you start at least attempting them, that's how some big men who don't necessarily shoot the ball extremely well, mm-hmm. they just some have some respect because it's like, oh, he he's willing to shoot him. Yeah, game. like Embiid. Like, like, yeah, like Embiid. Embiid isn't just some out of this world a big I man I think he shot shoot. 28%. But he, he took him. I'm yeah, right. right. Giannis started to, you saw Giannis started just taking him. Yeah, yep. Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, but at seven, my next uh, duo is Greek Freak and Middleton. 
Um, I just think that when you have the Greek freak MVP, um, he has to be on this list. And then Middleton, you know, Middleton had a, a, a nice All Star year. Um, I think his role will grow even more this year because they lost Brogdon and uh, Miritich. They're going to need him to step up. And uh, they are limited, though, because we was able to see them in the playoffs, how the Raptors played them, and it kind of took them out of the game. Um, so there is growth there, and they, they do need to improve to become one of the best. But, you know, they they solid. And I think that's what they – seven on the list is, is, is pretty solid, and I think that's mm-hmm. what they are. As much as we we think Giannis needs to improve his game, just in terms of, like, skill set-wise, do you think uh, Chris Middleton also has to make some type of jump? Like, does he have to become a better playmaker, or does he have to be a better scorer to help that Bucks team take to the next level? Maybe – maybe I mean, maybe a better score, but not not even necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think last year he had a – did his scoring drop maybe a couple points? Yeah, and he, um, I think he shot a little bit less efficient than the year before. Yeah, so if he get back to, to how he was, then that would be cool. But as far as playmaking, I think just – Greek Freak has that under control. Yeah, uh, I don't think anybody needs to come and try to take the ball out of Greek Freak hands because then now you're forcing him to be a spot up shooter, which is the exact opposite of what mm-hmm. you want from him. Um, but I just think just doing more, scoring yeah. more, uh, taking more shots, being more <clears throat> aggressive, and literally being that that second guy, being an all star. Yeah, right. I, I hope that Giannis takes that um, offensive closing spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Chris Middleton took a lot of their big shots mm-hmm. this season. Like we saw that one where he pulled up for three on a fast break in the play. Wasn't in the playoffs. Yeah. We were like, "What are you doing?" But Giannis has been closing games defensively. Like yeah. he had a whole stretch. He's blocking shots all over the court. But sometimes you need a guy. If to you put remember, the ball yeah, but I think it's remember. hard for him to take that step if he doesn't include the jump shot. But you know yeah. what? Who is he working with this offseason? Do you remember the game, the game he went against or the game he went to when they played the Knicks? He yeah. he basically kind of closed out that game for him. Even he though tried it was, to. It was, a, it was a, yeah, they, they, they lost. Losing. Yeah, they lost. <laughs> but they were giving him the ball at the end of the game. Yeah. And also, defensively, he was just on, even if he didn't shoot the ball, he was on the glass trying to get the boarding. Chris Middleton up. also didn't play. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he, also, yeah, he yeah. got set. He got set that game. So we had to. We had Who to was in the Brown? Was it Sterling Brown? Yeah, Sterling. Mm-hmm. Sterling played most of those minutes. Shout out to Sterling Brown, man. Um, next team on my list is the Portland Trailblazers. Um, I mean, we talked about them, but they have an MVP caliber player, Damian Lillard, and then CJ stepped up so much in the playoffs. It's a, a duo that unconventional. They're the unconventional duo because they're both small guards, mm-hmm, yeah. but they work well. I mean, their team has been one of the top defending teams over the last couple of years, and you wouldn't think that was going to be the case when you think about how small of a guards they are. They they work well together, and they put together Western Conference Finals run, even though they did get swept. This is exactly I where I had them. Yeah, I appreciate They're right that. there, too. Six ahead, Ben, uh, ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Right? One, two, three, yeah, it's seven. No, it's number six. No, yeah, round six. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you right, just did your right. number seven. <laughs> but, yeah, I had Ben Simmons and Embiid for number six. I think they, they, as much as Ben Simmons, we look for him to, you know, get that jumper going, I think they, they can coexist the way they are now. Just because, like I said, that experience – it's going to help Ben Simmons know when to pick his spots and how to be more effective, even if he can't stretch the floor. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. This is also why I have them. I have them six. Um, yeah, I mean, as as much as they have little things that get in each other way, mm-hmm. they're still very, very good for them to have those issues, which just speaks the volume of how both of them are. They were, they were this close to being in the Eastern Conference Finals, but Kawhi hit that shot. Literally, I mean, yeah. and yeah. MB has some – didn't have like the little what what was it? He had a, like a stomach yeah, flu. He had, he had a stomach flu. He had a couple things going on yeah. with him that series. Mm-hmm. Every series. I mean, if that ain't yeah, happening, true. then I mean, yeah, right. In, in any of those series, and maybe they're a little bit 
I don't know. They're they're a good uh, matchup against the Bucks too. They might have been yeah. able to get out of that round. Yeah, I think they would have. And so, I, I like them bring. And I know these things are just about the two duos, but I do like what the Sixers have done to surround them. I mean, with Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris out oh, for, for now. So when Embiid does have to to sit. I'll keep saying they can just sign him to the center and it won't be that much of a hole. But I, I do like them. And they're extremely young. Uh, that was Ben Simmons, what, second mm-hmm. year technically? All-star already. Ben uh, Embiid was the same way. He he was making all-star teams as soon as he came in, even though he had missed <laughs> some time. Yeah. Injury, of course. Um, but, yeah, I, I like them. I think I think they have another level to go to, especially when we're talking about Ben Simmons shooting jump shots mm-hmm. and attempting them, and then Embiid with his health, if, if he can hit the number level. And I think just also just their defensive capabilities, when you have a 6'10 point guard yeah. and yeah. Joel Embiid who can protect the rim like he does, defensively that could be a problem for teams. Defensively, for that sure. Sixers team is going to be yeah. top. top. Yeah. yeah, they're going to be They were good there. last year. Yep. You know, when Ben Simmons wants to, he, he can't. Yeah, I remember him him guarding Luca full court. Yeah, because now they're gonna have Jonathan Richardson. Josh, Josh Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you know, have John, so, John Richardson. I, Let's explain that. I did that in the video one time. <laughs> Jonathan Richardson one of is one of our friends. And I did it in the video too, bro. <laughs> so you you caught it during the video or I they caught told it in the video. You. I caught it in oh. the video. I did the exact same thing. I started laughing at myself. I called Josh. The moment it came John out of my Richardson. mouth, I was like, this don't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> but Jonathan Richardson played good defense too. So I mean yeah. it's not, you know, you're not he too used far. to. He, he used to. He used to play good defense. All right. um, Before we move on to number five, we're going to take a quick break. So before we get into our top ten, we're going to start this little mini game. I'm going to start a tradition here on the podcast that we're going to have a trivia challenge between y'all three every episode for a belt, for the title, the trivia challenge title. Okay, it's not a spinning WWE belt, I don't want it. Oh, you better wait and see what I pick up later today. So the way it's going to work is each episode, I'm going to give y'all three trivia questions. Uh, if you get it right, you keep tally. You got one for this episode, two for next episode. You mm-hmm. add it at the end of the month. Whoever got the most win, all right? Right. So three, they may be hard. They may be easy. But everybody got some notes on their phone, right? I'm going to ask the question. You're going to type in A, B, C, D. Then you're going to reveal because I don't want nobody changing their answer, okay? Okay. So. What happens if we all get it right? If you all get it right, everybody get a point. Okay. Um, who is the first NBA player to sign a $100 million contract? Option A, Allen Houston. Option B, Jawan Howard. Option C, Kevin Garnett. Or option D, Horace Grant. The first NBA player to sign a $100 million contract. I'm giving y'all 10 seconds to put in your answers. I got mine. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. All right, Mike. Horace Grant. Horace Grant. P. C. C, and that will be Kevin Garnett. Derek. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. And the right answer is Jawan Howard. I, <laughs> I knew it was going to be old. I don't know why my mind told me to pick him. You should have picked him. Kevin Garnett. At um, the biggest. Um, a year later, he beat this contract. But the year before, Jawan Howard signed a seven-year, $102 million contract with the Washington Bullets. So, like, it was a $100 million contract, but it was seven million, yeah. you know, seven years. The whole situation, the way it worked is that he signed with the Miami Heat, right, for $100 million. And then, apparently, they broke some rules, so they had to renounce that contract. And then the Washington Bullets picked it up. He was coming off a second year where he was an all-star because Chris Webber got injured, and he averaged, like, 22 points per game. So, nobody get a point. Question two, what celebrity was selected in the NBA draft? Was it A, Master P? Was it B, Michael Clark Duncan? If y'all don't remember who he is, he played in um, Green Mile. Um, was he was he in Forrest Gump? Yes. Okay. 
Um, big, 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 big dude, right? No, uh, C, Bruce Jenner or D, Forrest Whitaker? You know, the guy with the eye. <laughs> you got 10 seconds. 10. Name him again. Um, we got Master P, Michael Clark Duncan, Bruce Jenner, or Forrest Whitaker? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We're going to start off with Derek. A. A, Master P. Pierre. I'm going to just go fucking B because I don't want to pick the same. B, Michael Clark Duncan. Forrest Gump. So B, Michael Clark <laughs> The answer is C, Bruce Jenner. I, bro, I erased that shit again. <laughs> Bruce Jenner was selected in the seventh round in 1977. Yep. And the way it worked back then is like they had so many rounds that they would start drafting players that weren't necessarily basketball players. But because they're athletes, they'll get drafted, but they'll never actually play in the NBA. So Bruce Jenner. Last question for today's episode. Which of these NBA players made an all-star game? Was an A, Mike Bibby, B, Marcus Camby, C, Andre Miller, or D, Sam Cassell? Y'all got 10 seconds. Name them again. Uh, Mike Bibby, Marcus Camby, Andre Miller, or Sam Cassell? Seven, six, five, four, three, two, Mike. Sam Cassell. Pierre. Sam Cassell. Derek. A. Mike Bibby. That's, I can tell you that. <laughs> Sam Cassell was the correct answer. So after one episode, Mike and Pierre both have one point. That is the end right. of you the You thought trivia. Mike Bibby snapped? <laughs> you thought Mike Bibby snapped? He's one also. of those players that you like. You would think that he yeah. did, but that's why I put him on the list because I wanted you to think he did. So we need a name for this in the comment section, so let me know. Each episode is three questions. Yeah, yeah. So let's get back to our list. Through the trivia. Through the trivia. So look. <laughs> what one was he on? Uh, number number five. five. So this is where I had the Houston Rockets. Right, That's where too. I had the Houston Rockets. Um, mostly because, obviously, they're a top duo, MVP, MVP, MVP. Yeah. Um, I got to see how they fit on the court at the end of the day. That's what it boils down to me. They, they both had the highest uses, uses rates in NBA history, mm-hmm. and I got to see how they play together. If yeah. they come out and they start killing things, then they're going to be higher on my list. But right now, that's where I have them because the other what's four What's the expectations for the Rockets real quick? I mean, I know there is a championship, but what, what's realistic? Do, you, do y'all see them going to the second or third round? Do y'all see yeah. them having a first-round exit depending on Definitely if they're going? Definitely can't be a first-round exit. Yeah, if they have a first-round exit, then they it's going to look bad. The duos, they got to they go far. They got to they gotta win a series. Russ been out of there in the last two seasons. No, yeah. three seasons. Three seasons in a row, first-round exits for Russell Westbrook. Um, and what about Harden? Yeah. They got two you, players you, you that kind of. Russ, but you didn't yeah. mention Harden. I mean, it's Harden leads got past the first round. Both of them have playoff woes. They do. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see Harden them. Harden been to the conference finals the last two years. We can't just talk about the one that ain't been. Yeah. Two out of the last. Two out of the last three years. Yeah. 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 Because last year was the Trailblazers. Oh, true. It um, feel like it, though. I do feel that was the conference yeah. finals. Let's be real. No disrespect to the Trailblazers, but like that was the conference finals. I had Everybody knew that. Uh, talent-wise, of course, they're top five, but it's all about what they do and how they put it together. Um, and I feel like all the ones ahead of them are rightfully so. Darren Morey came out today and he said that he plans on sitting them a bunch this season so they're healthy in April mm-hmm. and May. So that, that'll be interesting to see the low management. Maybe one day James Harden is the one playing, next day Russell Westbrook is playing, yep. which, I mean, it's smart for your organization that you're two top players, but like imagine being a fan of Russell Westbrook and you, and you get a late text to say he's sitting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with LeBron. Like LeBron may hit some low management this season. He's one of the most um, anticipated players when he in your, season, in your uh, city, what if he's like, nah, you know what, I'm going to sit. That happened, right? People paid $500 to sit in the 100s and he just didn't play that game. It sucks. It sucks. We have a fan, Mike. 
Uh, that's why Giannis and Chris. I thought you said they weren't on your list. So who actually no, didn't no, make no. your list, though? It was Luca and KP didn't make. They were like on the the asterisk type thing. Oh, got it. Okay. So then, but who was yeah. your tenth? It was uh, Rudy Gobert Rudy and, and Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Yeah. So right. Yanni was my fifth. Makes sense. Makes sense. So number four, I have Stephen Clay. I have Stephen. Clay. I have Stephen Clay. So far, our top fives are looking okay, Mike. I don't have. I got Stephen. I got KD and Kyrie for number four. Okay. All right. Uh, give me. Give us your argument for them under. I mean, give give us your argument mm-hmm. on why they're be- above or below. Right. I think when I, when I look at what KD has done, most of it that the success he had came from with Golden State. Him playing with Kyrie Irving, I think that kind of takes away what he's done just a little bit in terms Shit. of what of wow. what he brings he, to the team. He had wow. a lot of success with the wow. Thunder. They just didn't win the championship wow. there. Yeah. Wow. MVP. They were one of, yeah, they had wow. a lot of success. Well, I don't even know how many scoring champs he gets. Youngest yeah. player at 50, 40, 90 club, 30 point per game score. You know, <laughs> I know. KD is, KD is wow. the one that brings him up. Kyrie takes a little bit down. Wow, and why I got Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie is an all star because who can carry Steph, the load. Steph, Steph and Clay rank above them just because they're the two greatest shooters on the team together, and I think them paired together they boost the team automatically just because they're spacing and how much attraction they take. Okay. But when you live by the three, what you got to do by with the two greatest shooters in history, we can live by the three. Okay, so next is that's where I had the Nets. Um, Brian said Brian, Brian thought otherwise yes. When it was up to and That's why I had to That's why I had Harry thought otherwise <laughs> That's you had what? The Nets At number three Cause uh You got that seven foot monster And then a guy that can Best prone for 40 yeah. every game Number three I didn't even have him on the list Cause I didn't know He was doing the injury thing mm-hmm. But yeah I got him at number three I just think uh, Kyrie Irving Is just so dynamic One of the best guards In the game right now yeah. uh, I think he's just he scores at will, basically. They have two guys um, that could just yeah, score at will. Literally, Kevin Durant literally scores at will. I mean, you can kind of say I'm over-exaggerating with Kyrie, but Kevin Durant definitely scores at will. And, um, you know, he can play in any any way. You know, everybody said that Russ was a ball hog, and it, but Kevin Durant still was having a 30 with him. Uh, then he goes to a team that has multiple all-stars and already has a system, goes in there and still can put up 30 effortlessly and shot at higher percentages and just super efficient. So, I mean, when you put that with a guy like Kyrie, um, who's already has experience of playing with somebody because he played with LeBron James, who was even taking the ball out of his hands even more, and he was still doing his thing, and now he can play with a guy like Kevin Durant who won't necessarily take the ball out of his hands. Kevin Durant can post up. They're they, 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 they going to be real good. Yeah. And, um, and it won't be new for Kevin Durant to come in and play with another all-star caliber player. They they fit. I think they fit well. They definitely yeah. fit well. I mean, Kevin Durant is going down to history as a top scorer in the history of the league just because there's no offensive holes. He takes to the post. He hit that mm-hmm. mini. He hit the three. He can dunk on you literally. Yeah, so it's like up. he can do everything on the offensive side of the ball. It's kind of unfortunate that I don't know if we'll ever see him as the best player in a single season because you got LeBron. And then when you don't got LeBron, Kawhi Leonard just has an amazing mm-hmm. season. So I don't know. Giannis is coming. Giannis yeah. is his comment. So. He's always been kind of like number two or number three, but man, you can make an argument that last season he might have been number one yeah. with LeBron being out. And I think this year of Kyrie having a team by itself, gonna let him uh do get his year off of just coming at people's throats because I think he he's been real disrespected uh, this whole off season because of what happened with the Celtics. Everybody continue to put that on him. And again, we all know who's <laughs> just a lot going on. Y'all seen Marcus Smart comments on a lot of people. Yeah, he said it was dis- dysfunctional. Yeah. Which I mean, I mean, I liked what he had to say about that whole situation. Oh, what did he say specifically? I mean, about the dysfunction, right? He said that 
everybody everybody knew it was dysfunction, even in the locker room. Like they seen all the headlines and everything. But I mean, Marcus Smart was basically just kind of giving getting Kyrie Irving's back. He's like he thought he was a great teammate. He said not even just on basketball wise, but it was times where like I think he said his his mom had passed. Right. Yeah. And Kyrie had pulled him on the side and he had to talk about it. And it was just like there, there were small things that you know, that press wouldn't have shown that yeah. Kyrie had done that showed he was actually a very good leader. And I think that was just been the whole point I've been trying to make this whole offseason is that, like, it's obvious dysfunction, but it just didn't come from, like, a Kyrie. Right. Another thing, the media is going to do that because yeah. they know said it was It wasn't just Kyrie. It was literally yeah. the whole team that could have done better. It's also four other guys out there with him playing. It's not just and him. And a lot of them had different agendas that just were natural. Like, contract year is a natural thing. Any player who has a contract year wants to play his best. Like, that's just what it is. It's the sake of your career. Terry Rogier's career is on the line because he's a backup point guard who had a great moment uh, the year Kyrie was down, and now he has to prove that he's still worth that money. We're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, Marcus Moore's contract was up. You got Gordon Hayward who wants to prove that he's worth his contract because he's in the city of Boston. If, if Gordon Hayward don't bounce back and have any type of impact that he had before that injury, I, I don't know how he's going to survive in Boston. Boston is, is a crucial place. They they have high expectations in every sport. You got the Red Sox, the Patriots, Boston Celtics. Like they they cut they cutthroat. Um, and then Jason Tatum and Brown. They want to be the stars that they show that they could be during that playoff run. Horford, he's now going. So they had a lot going on, man. They had a lot going on. And I think any team with that much stuff going on and everybody's own personal individual career and at that moment will will cause dysfunction anywhere. And I think in Brooklyn you won't have that because you'll have him, you'll have Durant, and then you'll have the smaller guys having a little contract things. But I think they'll be compensated anyway. I don't think Harris Levert really going to go anywhere, to be honest. He's restricted. They know his value. Yeah. They so. know his value. Um, where do we at, number two? Yes, sir. This is where it gets interesting because in both teams in L.A., right? I, I hope that every team, everybody got both teams in L.A. Yep. Oh, we yes. Just, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> at number, number two. two I, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. You break your number two. I got Kawhi and PG at number two. Me too. I do also. Yeah, all, all four of us do. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's neck and neck, though. Do we need to yeah. explain why we at the number two? We might as well break I, down a I little bit. I would rather bit. explain why I have LeBron and Anthony Davis at number one. Okay. Yeah, um, I have LeBron and Anthony Davis at number one because they're the two most talented players on this list, I think. As good as Kawhi has been, as good as Paul George was, uh, Kevin Durant, excluding Kevin Durant, I'm sorry. Mm. But together, they're the most talented of this duo combined. Mm. I just think that the inside out, LeBron still can be LeBron. It's not like him with a guard where he's taken away from anybody. Um, and then I think Anthony Davis is the type of big man that is just mind-blowing. He's, yeah. He can pop. He has a mid-range game. can post up. He can dunk. He blocks shots. Uh, pick and roll, pick and pop, and then it just allows LeBron James to still be the, the the guy that he wants to be, which is the natural ball handler. I think anytime you pair LeBron with somebody who's forcing him to sit in the yeah. corner or do things that he's not used to is when you kind of devalue him. But when you allow LeBron James to still run the show, him and Anthony Davis, you put shooters around them. Even defensively, LeBron doesn't have to be that same defensive guy he was in Miami because now Anthony Davis is protecting the rim. And I just think that's just... Brilliant. And I think they both have chips on their shoulder. Yeah. Anthony Davis has a lot to prove since he requested a trade and everybody got something to say about it from fans to players and now even coaching uh, Steve Kerr. You got LeBron James who didn't make the playoffs last year, which is a big disappointment. Uh, and now he has his entire offseason to rest. I just think it's a lot. I think they're going to come in. They're coming for people jugglers. They're coming for people next. And I think the, the Los Angeles Lakers did a better job of building around this team than they did last year. I, and I think Anthony Davis can come out and average 30 this season too. 
just with oh. <laughs> playing with LeBron James. I mean, he's averaged, I mean, 28 last season, right? Yeah. Not playing with LeBron James. <laughs> right, yeah. I know, I'm saying it. The point guards that he had, now he has LeBron James. I mean, but, he had um, Rondo, too, but he played very well. LeBron's going to put up his 20 sets, six to Yeah, six I mean, LeBron's always had the ability to go get 25-plus points and also distribute the ball, mm-hmm. as he does. And the Warriors had three 20-point-per-game scores. You know, they had two and maybe one of them a 30. Uh, I saw this graphic going around on Twitter the other day, and I think it's incredible because I didn't even think about this. So uh, Anthony Davis has more 40-point um, games than Charles Barkley, than Kevin Garnett, than Dirk, than Tim Duncan, and he's done it with like a third or a fourth of the amount of games played mm-hmm. than all of them. Now, I understand that different errors and yeah. different everything, but still, that just shows like – how offensively the amount of monster is. games he puts up. I mean, just the type of statistical game. It reminds yeah. me kind of like a James. Those Harden forty point playing. games he has right. like 20, 20, yeah. 20 rebounds, four five, maybe four to five blocks, five a couple assists. assists out of there. Yeah. And LeBron see, James has never had a player of his caliber on his team, also, which yeah, is this crazy. Is the best um, I think people forget how good he is because of last year, yeah, all, the, all the he shenanigans. Would do. He would definitely do. Um, but when he did play, you still saw it. Like, right. I think, yo, he was playing games where he wasn't even like, he was playing like, a fourth quarter. He was giving you a 20. He, yeah. yeah, he was yeah, giving you 20, 20 12. He's 20, been one of those 15. players that also just kind of been adding, and he came in, he, he was kind of just an athletic big. Yeah, he was long shot. Yeah. Right, and he so, kind of added that post in. Then he added that mid-range. Now he could step out and hit the three. He's very dangerous on almost every part of the floor now. He's almost and improved he's as, about, like every year. And yeah. he's about as just the way as a two-way as Paul George is. And when you talk about in terms of defensive-wise. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, that's why I had the number one. Obviously, with number two, you have two of the best defenders in the league. Um Getting together. Also two of the two best two-way best. players. Exactly. The two best two-way players, in my um, opinion. The man played, I'm looking at Anthony Davis' game, he played 24 minutes and had 32-9. and nine. <laughs> So it's another day at the office for, for Anthony Davis, man. That's just how impactful he has been throughout his entire and career. Three blocks, man. It's crazy how easy it is. Oh, uh, yeah, but shout-out to Paul George and Kawhi. Um, Going to be very, very good defensively, mm-hmm. especially when you mention the other names that's on the team. Pat Bell. Uh, but unfortunately, it's the But you know what's crazy? When we're talking, like, total teams, if they're in a seven-game series, I might go Clips. I would, Yeah, because, I mean, the total team. Total team. Yeah. Total mm-hmm. team. So but at the same the time, thing, The thing about the Clippers LeBron, you kind of got to like is that if anything, if you want to take away anything from Kawhi and Paul George's game, you say that they don't have that type of the playmaking or ability to, like, raise their team above. But the Clippers being how good they were last year and them kind of keeping that same core together with Lou Will, mm-hmm. Montrezl, Harrell, Pat Bev, I think they're going to still be real. They're going to be fine. Yeah. They got, they got the pieces, 100%. They got the pieces. Um... So, do y'all want to go into a little bit of news before we wrap up here? Okay. Oh, oh okay. So, we're going to go into news, and then we got some more stuff after that. Okay. Um, the Jeremy Lin situation. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel for him. I, I agree with everything he said except for the end of what he said. What was the was, last thing he said? He's saying, like, it, yeah. It, wait, what happened? That what the last line said, he felt like the NBA has given up on me. That's that's the quote, but did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, when he was crying, he kept putting his head down. Yeah, no, I mean, the last part of what he said is he doesn't want his son to go to the NBA because he uh, doesn't want his dreams to be broken or something like that. He doesn't want everybody to witness his fails. But, I mean, what Jeremy Lin had to say, if you just take what, you know, the quote that everybody's bringing out where he said that basically he's, he felt like the NBA's given up on him, mm-hmm. it looks kind of like, I mean, a lot of people go through that. Right. Yeah. But... If you kind of put the context to when he was just doing a speech on perseverance, he was saying that how that's kind of like he struggled through that, but it's kind of made him into a, I don't know, it's kind of hard to read, but he was just, he's persevered through it all. Right. Regardless of anything. Darren Morey said that this is when we're talking about when Jeremy Lin was in the draft class, right? Right. Um, he's incredibly athletic, but the reality is 
every fucking person, including me, thought he was unathletic. And I can't think of any other reason other than he was Asian. Like Jeremy Lin <laughs> had one of the fastest 40 times. Like he was he's fast as shit before all the leg injuries and the knee yeah. injuries and stuff. Harvard's best. And when you take in consideration the leg injuries and the knee injuries, the fact yeah. that he's not as fast as he was when he first got into the league, it kind of makes sense that teams are like, you know what, we're going to pass on him and go some other option. Mm-hmm. I mean, does he deserve to have another spot? Yeah, yeah. sure. But like it's about demand, man. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. Like uh, we've all said, but this is the game. This is the NBA. This is what you sign up for. This is no secret. This is what it is. We watch one of the best of all time. Somebody that is a, th- a hundred times better than Jeremy Lin and Carmelo Anthony go through the same thing. Right. But I mean, this is what it is. But I, the the whole quarter by his son, I, I, I don't. I'm not feeling that. I mean, if your son not, be an NBA player, it was fail. What the? F- yeah. You don't want people to that see one. That. I was kind of like, that's just, that's I don't know where you're going with that. Everybody fails in life. You just got to embrace it. It's how you bounce back. And also, you can get signed throughout the season. Like it's not the end. And Jeremy Lin, that's surprising because Jeremy Lin is a guy who who had a crazy career. He yeah. came that, in. No, but that's why he said it was so hard for him because then, he was so on top. And that's, I mean, that's what he really, he really enjoyed playing basketball. It's not like he wanted but the he ain't been on top in a long time. I know he has, but like he was just saying, like, part of the reason, stretch. he was like, you, he was like you like said, no you have all star. your fails on display. He said he just won a championship and feel like he doesn't even deserve it. Like, he didn't even earn any of that. Shit. I know yeah. he didn't, but that's He's like. He's basically a practice a, squad player. But as a basketball player and you, you know, reach one of the top accomplishments and you have nothing to do with it, that kind of hurts your pride a little bit. It does, but guess what? I'm not, I'm not saying that some of these teams need to sign him. I'm just saying I feel for the man a little bit. Then we, then you must feel for all 40 other guys that's in the same <laughs> situation. Every year a team wins and a guy didn't do nothing. Yeah. Every year. Every yes. single year. Give me my ring, dog. I'm going to be pouring champagne. I'm going to be pouring champagne. I, like, yeah, I, I would just be happy there. to be a part of the journey. Yeah. And he was well, he's there for half a season because was he yeah, traded or picked him. up halfway through? Yeah. I forget exactly. He played for the Hawks and was traded. Um, But, man, I always wonder – not always, but now going back on this, um, that first game of the season like two years ago, he got injured in the very first game yeah. with yeah. the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. And he was having – he I think he put up – well, I can look at it now. He had 18 points that game and he mm-hmm. got injured. So, like – and that's another leg knee injury, you know, situation. So mm-hmm. when, when the athleticism goes away, when you rely on it, then it's kind of hard. And you may not think about him relying on his athleticism, but quickness and first dribble, first first step, that's yep. all athleticism. Mm-hmm. It's all athleticism. So before we get into the last part of today's episode, we're going to take another break. We back. And we bringing back a game. A lot of people been hitting me up about certain games that we don't do them on. They're like, "Hey, P, what happened to what happened to that boy? Bring that back, man." You know what I'm saying? I'm like, "I, I got you." But today we're gonna do whose stat line is it anyway? And I got some some totals from the season of some players. Um, and y'all know how this go. I yeah. give y'all the averages. Give y'all three players. Y'all pick which one is which. I'm going to probably pull this up a little closer to me because Derek got a little sneaky eye. He got them wandering yeah, eyes I over know. there. <laughs> so the first averages mm-hmm. are 18 points, four rebounds, and five assists. Four rebounds, five assists. Okay. A. And this for an entire season, correct? Yes. Okay. A, Drew Holiday. B, Jamal Murray. C, Malcolm Brockton. 18 points, four rebounds, five assists. We'll start with Mike. I'm going with Jamal Murray. Drew Holiday. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh okay. so I see how we're going. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. Miss, you yep. pick okay, it. Okay, okay. okay. All right, so, so I got a one point. Remember your point. We got, got 10 of these. Remember yep. your point. All right, got it. Now it's on KB. 12 points, five rebounds, one assist. Brooke Lopez, Will Barton, or Otto Porter Jr.? 
12 points. And this is for last season. Yes. Five rebounds, one assist. 12 points, five rebounds, one assist. 12 points, five rebounds. That could be fucking Brooke Lopez, man. It could be. You <laughs> it could be Brooke Lopez, bro. That's one of my favorite ones because all of them, it really could be. Yeah. It really could be Otto. So, so, Otto, I think uh, Otto averaged more than that. I'm almost positive he Otto, averaged more than that. Yeah. Will Barton, Brooke Lopez. Will Barton or Brooke Lopez. Fuck. Man, uh, 12 points seem kind of low for Brooke Lopez. I feel like he had a better season. Or am I overplaying? Let's go Will Barton. It was Brooke Lopez. Oh. <laughs> Five rebounds did sound but, like a lot for Brooke But Lopez. I want to see some because I think I thought the same thing about Otto, and I don't think he averaged that much. I think he might have averaged literally. Yeah, he averaged 14. But, I mean, that is more than 12. But, uh, damn. Damn. That does not. That's crazy. Oh, I can see what you mean. Yeah, because he could have. No, good, day, good job. Good job. We good. <laughs> now, Derek, you have nine points, three rebounds, four assists. You have Marcus Smart, Monte Morris, or Chris Dunn. Nine points, three rebounds, four assists. Marcus Smart, Monte Morris, Chris Dunn. Marcus Smart. Correct. Damn it. Get you. Oh, my God. Mike, 16 points, seven rebounds, four assists. Mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam, DeMarcus Cousins, Aaron Oh, oh, you yeah. know it's so funny. Pascal okay, Siakam. Contrail. Aaron Gordon. Yes. I, I swear to God, when you read that stat line, I thought of Aaron Gordon before you even said his name. <laughs> swear to God. That's a very good one because Pascal literally has it's the same close. exact numbers, but yeah. I think he averaged like 17. Who was the second name you said again? DeMarcus Cousins. I was like, there's no way. I'm pretty yeah. sure I seen Go DeMarcus Cousins. numbers. His numbers DeMarcus are, Cousins are average. Yes, are very similar to that. That's why I, I thought it was. I'm on the board, though. One, one, one. And it's on me, so let me get this lead real quick. One, one, one. I swear to God, I thought of Aaron Gordon before yeah, you even said it. averaged 16, 8, and 4. Decent. Yeah. Uh, 21 points, six rebounds, and six assists. Julius Randle. Um, wrong. <laughs> Was that one options, though? No. Oh, okay. Damn. Derek. Uh, A, DeMar DeRozan. B, D'Angelo Russell. C, Luka Doncic. Oh, you said assists. 21. Six and six. DeRozan. Correct. What a guy. Two for you. Two, one, one. Mm-hmm. Two, one, one. Mike. 26 points. No, it's on Derek because he just stole mine. It's on Derek again. No, he didn't steal you. I did because he's he did. CEO yeah, Julius he Randle. Okay. I said oh, Julius Randle. Yeah. Right, 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 right. 26 points, four rebounds, seven assists. 26 Eight. points, right? 26 points. Okay. Damian Lillard. Oh, my God. This one's Devin Booker. This one's easy, though. Or Bradley Beal. I mean, it's not easy. But I, I, I got, All those I are very got, similar. Let's see if he's a real fan. I got a name that I thought about before he even said it again. You, need you said Devin. What's the stats? Twenty six points. Twenty six. Four rebounds and seven assists. Seven assists. That's Damian Lillard. Mike. Devin what? Booker. Damn it, bro! Yeah, it's Devin Booker. <laughs> I thought Devin Booker averaged five assists. No, no seven. seven. Five he rebounds. I thought he was twenty six, five and seven. Got that. Don't sleep on Mike. Mm-hmm. Seven points, two assists, and two rebounds. That's a role play. Seven <laughs> points, two assists. J.R. Smith. Landry Shamit or Kyle Corver? Kyle Corver. Contrell. J.R. Smith. Yes. <laughs> I'm at two. You got two? I mean, I got two. two. Yeah, okay. got two. Okay. Let me take this yeah, lead. Let me, let me, last let, three. Let so me hear the court. options now. <laughs> yeah, the last one you wanted to take the lead. Right. You would have take the lead, but you points, can guess. 20 points. Six rebounds. Uh-huh. Three assists. Got it. Danilo Gallinari, Tobias Harris, 
Andrew Gallinati. Correct. Let's go, baby. D Mills. 15 points, five rebounds, one assist. Jeremy Lamb, Kelly Oubre, Marcus Morris, the new Nick. 15 points, five rebounds, one assist. Kelly Oubre, Jeremy Lamb, Marcus. <laughs> Jeremy Lamb. Mike. Kelly Oubre. Correct. Damn. So, Mike, I, this could win you I the think, game. I retire, man. Yes, we're tied. So, don't fuck up because I'm going to be there with the steal. <laughs> Six points, two <laughs> rebounds, two assists. Raymond Felton, Ooh. Isaiah Thomas, Ooh. or Devin Harris. Yikes. <laughs> oh, that's tough, bro. Let wow. me go Isaiah Thomas. Wrong. Devin Harris. So who is the other option? Raymond Felton. Raymond Felton or Devin Harris. <laughs> Raymond Felton. Nobody went there. <laughs> three, three, three. That's Damn. all we got. Uh, it was Rick Devin Harris. <laughs> but that was some role for you. I ain't even know Devin Harris is still in the league. No, that's this. Raymond Feltz averaged four, one, one. Shout out to Raymond Isaiah Felt. Thomas averaged like eight, two, and one. Yeah, don't disrespect Isaiah Thomas. He never averaged that <laughs> Don't matter for Hey, we got about 10 minutes left. Um, something we didn't address a couple episodes ago over and under. I'm going to just name some teams out mm-hmm. here. I want y'all to tell me what y'all are thinking. I'm going to start from the bottom. They have the Hornets at 24 wins. It's a Caesars Palace. Shout out to Caesars Too Palace. fucking high. That's where we was at when we was in um, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Hornets? Under. 24? Under? under <laughs> I think that's about where they're going to be. Under, bro. Under? Okay. Uh, I'm probably go under as well. They're about to be an 18-win team. Cavaliers man. also at 24. Just over under. I would go under. I'm staying at 24. I'll say that too. I'm going to go under. I think that'll be like 22. Um, Grizzlies 25.5. Under. Um, it might be right there. Over by one. 24.5. Over by one. Um, I'll th- stay right there. Suns 27. How many was they have last year? 22. I'll check that, but I think no, they had 22. Yeah, I think yeah, they did. Less than 27. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I. I I say this under right. by two. I'll say it's right there. I'll take the over. I'll take the over as well. It's the sun. They hit nineteen last year. Um, so that was that an eight. They're predicting an eight win jump. That's kind of a lot. Now that I'm thinking about it. That's basically yeah, all development of Ricky Rubio. Whole season. That's all. I'll take the over. It's all development. I don't want to do the convincing like yeah. I did last yeah, year. Over by like one or two. Um, the New York Knicks twenty seven wins under. So you think the Knicks are going to have less than 27 wins? Yes. Yeah. Would you like to make a bet on that? Because that's easy money. They'll have less than 27 wins. Yes. Let's bet. bet it got to be nothing like the two. Bet $27 on it. So, uh... I, wait, he's seen I get some of mine. Oh, I was about to say, let's do a bottle of the Cooper's Hog. Bottle of the Cooper's Hog. So all my Knicks got to do is win more than 27. Can they got to win, win more what than 27. It? It's got to be more than 27. And then yeah. also be, beat the be Bulls under record. 27. He, he's saying they're going to be under. So if it's yeah. 27, then, Even. then nobody wins. We buy, yeah. We'll buy each other a bottle. Okay. Okay. Or y'all just drink one together. We're going to have one. Yeah. I'm going to the Knicks. They what they won seventeen. They they put in a ten win jump. I'm That's kind of tough. Like way more than ten. They're under. I'm going They're under, under. too. You going under? I'm going yeah. Under. Under. Would you like to make a bet? I already made a bet with him. Would you like to make a bet? <laughs> I'm cool on it. Okay. Man. <laughs> I be having bad luck. Uh, I be having bad luck with bets. The Wizards twenty eight point five. Give me the even. I'll take that. 
I'll take. I'll that go to over. I'll get them thirty games. You know, yeah, go I'll go over, over, over. Yeah, I'll say thirty, about thirty-two. I'm gonna go under for them. I, I'm gonna go under, uh, even though I like Thomas Bryant. Uh, Bulls thirty point five. Give me thirty-five wins over. I'll yeah, go over too. under for that one. Under thirty I mean, wins. I'm, I mean, over. They're gonna have more than thirty wins. Yeah, I'll go. Over, Don't change your answer because of him. I'm not saying that's what, what I meant. Under and over, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I say under, but they're they, they gonna have more. I'll take the bet where they gonna have less wins have, than the Bulls. I think they're gonna have thirty five wins. Though. They yeah. gonna have less wins than the Bulls. The Bulls are gonna have less wins than the Bulls. No, the Knicks are gonna have the less wins than the Bulls. So how many wins do you think the Knicks gonna have? Let's bet mm-hmm. that. How many wins do you think they gonna have? <laughs> under twenty five. Damn. How many wins you th- so how many wins do you think? Under 25. Have? So you think they're going to get 20 wins in? What? Do you think they're going to have 20 wins? Yeah, they'll probably have about 20 wins. So They just had that last year almost. They had 17 last year. 17. That's right, and they, they did get a little bit better. So you think, what do you think? If you, been, if you think they're going to be right, above I'll put 20, it at, but below I'll put 25. 25 wins. 25 wins. I think they'll get. Okay. So would you like to bet? No, <laughs> okay, just, no he, I said I'll take the bet of them having I already more. Bet him that. Why would you bet the same bet with him? Because that's an easy bet. <laughs> um, the Thunder, 31 wins. It's so iffy because we don't know what CP is going to be halfway I'm through the season. I, I'll go. Yeah. I was thinking played, about going under. If stay there, uh, I got him over. I got the over. Give me under. Timberwolves, 35. Give me the over, man. Sneaking into the playoffs. I don't know. I think they're, they're going to be right the there playoff. at around 35. Yeah. yeah. Hawks, 36 wins. That's I would right. take the No, I'll, 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 take, I'll take it right yeah, there. I was take, I'm thinking about taking the over on that. I'll take it right there. I'm going to take over. I'll take the 36. Uh, Kings, 37. Over. Over. No, under, yeah. under on that team. I don't got them in, winning that many games. 37 is about right. I'm going to go under as well, Mike. They uh, won 39 last year, by the way. Pitt, I'm, 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 take, I'm taking a step back. Yeah. Pistons, 37.5. Is that, enough to make, I, they could do. is that enough to make the playoffs? Yeah, in the East, maybe. Give me the over, man. They they won what last year? They won about 41 last yeah. year with a healthy Blake. Yeah, I would take the over then. I'm going to take the Derek over. Rose. They got yeah. Derrick Rose now. I'm going to take the over. Instant 30-plus wins on that team. I'm going to take over as well. Pelicans 39. That's a lot of wins for that. That is, that is that's a, a lot, lot of wins. wins. I, I got the, that being, I got them under, under a couple games. I've got them under by like 37, maybe. I got, I got them right there. I got them right there. Magic. 40.5. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to stay where they're at. They're not going to do they much. They won 42 last year. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take I'm that. Right there. Uh, Mavericks, 41. That's a lot of fucking wins. Hey, when you had a yeah, it's when they, defensive uh, player of the year and a rookie of the year, mm, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I'll take, I'll take that 40 win. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take it right yeah. where it is. I think I'm, they're going to be a 40 win team. Fuck. Wouldn't be surprised if they made the playoffs. Mm. Who else did they add this year? Mm. DeLon Wright. They brought back Maxi Kleber. Brought back Dwight Powell. Tomorrow yeah. with Junior still there. Uh, Luca. I'm taking yeah. the under. I'm going to stay right there. But something about this tells me the Pelicans would be a little bit better than them. But I don't know because KP, I'm going I'm, I'm to stay No, right there. I KP think they're going to be up there yeah, definitely KP with those type of teams with Kristaps returning back. This KP is off – off topic, but Joe Joe Ingles is a fucking dog. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! All right, next night. What's Spurs, next? Forty three point five. I'll take that. I'll take forty three. I'll, I'll take under. I'll take forty two. Under on that. Uh, Heat forty three point five. Under. That. I'll take under as well. Raptors forty five. I'll take the under. Yeah, under on that under too. On that. Give me the over. Yeah. Uh, Give me the over on give that. Give me the over. Damn. 
They're going to be close yeah, to 50 lot. wins. What was it, 40, 45? It could be 46. I'll take that over. Yeah, um, yeah, that's how I do because I think the, the Spurs are going to be like a 42 I mean, they're, they're still a very good team. The Warriors, 47. I'll take that over. Clay Thompson's out for at least half the season. I'll take right where he had. I'll go under. I'll, I'll go under a couple games. Yeah, I'll go under a couple games. Give me the over. Steph Curry averaging 35 this season. Nets, 47. Boy, you know, so Steph Curry, I think to break the all-time record in three points made, I think he's like 500 threes away. People speculate he could do it this season. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, he, his old record was it's like, like 408, 408. Yeah, Clay Thompson dance said he going to get shoot 500. So, right, we'll see if he can do that. Uh, if he next. breaks that this early in his career, I mean, it's not really early because he's like 31, yeah. but it's still early. I mean, yeah. yeah. The, the, shooter that are, the shooters that are right, up there, they like did old. that to the end of their career. Exactly. So, he's doing that next pretty early. 47. Next I'll take 47. it right there. I think they'll be right. I think they're over. I'll take I mean, 47. Actually, I'm going over because Karis LeVert is going to have a breakout year. I'm going to go over, too, because I think Kyrie going to do his thugism. Blaze is 47.5. Give me those. I'll take the Over. Over. Yeah, I'll take the over. They might be a 51 team. They, right they, they won 53 last year, but they do got some moving pieces this year. So I'm, I'm going to stay right there. 48.5. Oladipo back. Malcolm Brogdon now on the team. Jeremy, Jeremy Lamb. I can see in that ECA, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that too. I'm, what was I'm it? Go 48? Over. Was I'm going to go over. You said 48. going to be around 50. They, I think they could be a 50 win yeah, team. They won 48 last year without Victor yeah, Oladipo. I think they could be 50. So yeah, they can definitely be a 50 Celtics, win team. Celtics, 49.5. Over. Mm-hmm. Under. I'll leave them right there. Yeah, I'm going to go under 48. No Al Horford, man. I'm a, I'm a little afraid for their big man. Lakers, 51.5. Uh, oh, I would take the over. I'll take the over. Yeah, I think, think we're going to be here at 53 wins this season. I'm going to go right there. Sure, I'll stay at 50, 51. Uh, Rockets, 52. I'll take the over oh, on that, too. I'm over. over. Give me the over. Nuggets, 52. Mm. Mm. Over. I think, I think they're getting no, over. I I'm think they're getting better. They I'm won 54 that. last year. Same over. team. I'm no, that. I'm taking the over on. Yeah, I'm I would actually stay right there. I mean, they had the Jeremy Grant. He'd be good. I think they're going to be a very good team. I think they're going to be improved team from that I'm going to stay there, though, because that's just how it happens. Jazz, 52.5. Give me the hard over. <laughs> they won 50 last year. No, I would take the over. Mike Conley can get you a, a couple more games. Come on, I'm going to stay where they at. Hard over. Uh, six is 54.5. I think that's where they're going to be 54. In. They were 51 last I'm gonna year. I'm going to go over. 54. They could be a 56 win team. I think they're going to be close to 16. Mm-hmm. That's 56. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the over. Uh, Clippers, 55.5. I'll take the over. over. I'd say 55. I'm going to stay with it. Um, Bucks, 57 wins. They get, I'll stay there. No, nah, over. They're getting 16 again. Yeah. I'm going to go right with it. I'm going to go under, actually. They might be 55. They might they might do a little bit. Yeah, I felt like they would go under, too, just because they lost so much. Yeah. And that's all we have here through the wire today. We about to go hoop. First time, d Mills back on the court in a minute. Uh, <laughs> been on the injury list. Hopefully, he, ho- he, he ready for this new office and system we got. This is a very passing, moving system. Uh, that's what I like to do. An occasional ISO for me. You know yeah. what ISO goes to. You know, me and Mike is like CJ and Dane. Oh, really? So am I Nurkic? Do you more like a sign white set? Is he though? <laughs> no. You more like Zach Collins, to be honest with you. Okay, I can take a young, you know, a nice Zach Collins. Because he can shoot the midi. No, Zach Collins got too much of a motor. I don't have, yeah, I don't have that, a Zach okay. Collins motor. Okay. Well, in this situation, I'm Rodney Hood, I guess, left handed shooter. I, no, to be honest with you, I think we're more of a nugget type team. Mike is like a Jamal Murray. This is our Tory Craig. Don't disrespect him. <laughs> give me at least, give me at least uh, no, Gary, Gary Harris. Harris. Yeah, I'll be Jokic. 
you palm yourself. Mason. <laughs> Mason, Mason is, Mason is Mason, big shot Bob. Mason, like Mason is Malik Beasley. <laughs> Malik Beasley be hitting some shots. Yeah. He a microwave for, for real. So, I'll give yeah. him Malik Beasley. Yeah. All right, we out. Peace, y'all. Hey, man, everybody.